Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Next Chapter with myself, your host, Gabe Baltiera. Guys, I hope everyone's doing well. Everyone is staying safe. Before we get into today's episode, just a couple of quick reminders for you guys. Wherever you listen to this podcast, whether it's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever, please hit that follow slash subscribe button. It really means a lot to us here at The Next Chapter Podcast. We love the support you guys give us. We love the listens. So please hit that follow slash subscribe button button today we have a very special episode it's a little bit different instead of me being the main host we're gonna have two co-hosts so it's gonna be myself and my buddy nick lebrano he's gonna be a co-host for today's episode he's been on the show so many times that i was like let's just make him a, a co-host a special co-host a guest co-host if you may for the show and so with that being said guys let's get into today's episode with Two hosts of the Next Chapter podcast, myself, and welcome Nick Lebrano. Welcome to the first time that Nick is, we're actually the first time we're having a host, a guest host with us, Nick. What's up? So it's a pleasure to host with you, Gabe. <laughs> so this is like, the, this is a, a very big moment in the next chapter podcast history because we've only ever had one host. It's myself, yours truly. <laughs> and now we have two. Yeah, I, I'm on it. Look, this is like, we're breaking, we're breaking records here. I know. Well, this is the start of something new. Exactly. I think we're going to be doing more of these because for the listeners, Nick and I are going to be living together in a week. Exactly. Yeah. Which is exciting. And I'm it's excited. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> so speaking of on moving in and going back to school, this is just kind of like a, a random question, but I think it ties into today's topic. Topic. Yeah. yeah. So what is, what are you feeling like with your family? Like, are you nervous? Are you excited to leave your family? Are you, what are, you, what are your emotions with that? You know, it's like sort of bittersweet. I feel like I'm starting all over again. Cause when I moved to college in, when we went back last semester, it wasn't like normal. <laughs> right. In my opinion, it was like a total waste of time. I would not go, I would, I wouldn't like reverse it. I definitely still would go back, but it wasn't, wasn't anything like this semester is supposed to be. Um, right. but it's definitely like a little bittersweet, you know, leaving, leaving your family and everything. I'm very excited to go back because this <laughs> is like legitimately like the first time a semester is going to feel normal since the beginning of second semester of freshman year. And I'm going to, we're going to be juniors now. Um, you know, and I mean, that was such a long time ago. Yeah. And I think that ties into the topic today with like getting older, like growing right. up kind of thing. Like if you, at, at least for me, thinking back to where I was you know, second semester freshman year, I am I was thinking about it last night. I am like an entirely different person than I was than I was at that point. Like when we were like when at least being a college with you, it, I, I think I don't know to speak for you, but I have different friends, like for sure. Um, I'd say over quarantine, we like we got pretty close second semester. We got we got even closer yeah. since then. Um, like physically, I'm a different person. I think just mentally, my outlook on so many things has changed. And it's with just like it, gaining experiences 
And right. if you really think about it, getting older and how you mature as a person, as you get older is just the more experiences that you gain, the more it's going to shape you. Right. Um, exactly. I think it's like a huge thing like to remember. Um, but going back to the initial question of, am I excited? Am I sad to go back? I'd say I'm more excited than sad. It's going to suck not being able to be with my girlfriend and stuff like all the time, but she's going to come visit like twice. I think is what she's shooting for. Right. Cause and I'm probably not, I'm not gonna be able to go to her because of football. Right. Because but, of football. but she's going to come up uh, definitely for hollow weekend. She'll be here. <laughs> That's going to be a good weekend. And I think, you know, for you, it was, you went back last semester. So you, I mean, it wasn't yeah. obviously normal, but you were on campus. You I still got, I got to go back. Right. Yeah. And for I went me, back to that living on my own mentality. Right. And for me, it's a little bit different because I have, I haven't been on campus since March of 2020, which is a little over a year and a half, maybe like a year and five or so. It's about more. a year. It's about a, it's a, once we hit September, it'll be a year and a half. Yeah. A year and a half. So, so well, we, actually my birth, my birthday will be a year and a half. Exactly. Yeah. So a year and a half, I haven't been on campus. And since then I've been with my family for so long and I, was actually talking about it with a couple of hometown friends of mine and, and they were saying like yeah it feels like you're becoming like it, it feels like it's freshman year the way that this is kind of building up to moving because mm-hmm. I've been away for so long I've been at home you know I've, been, I've just been with my family and I think for me it's going to be a little bit difficult to go back to school I mean, no, don't get me wrong I'm, I'm super excited because I'm oh, no. with you and Noah and everybody but I think there's also gonna be that little aspect because of how much I've grown and developed and change as a person at home that it's going to be weird leaving that environment and going to a new one Mm -hmm. i'll totally agree with you when we went back in in june in january at that point it was about a year and now we're a little past then now but it was about a year at that point and you know in quarantine with with the coronavirus i feel like i became a little more dependent on my parents than i was even before i went to school because i was with them every day all day like no one's really going anywhere for that whole year we were home. And then I was kind of thrown to myself, my own devices. And while I will say I did pick up like how, how it was at school, like freshman year back pretty quick. Like it, it, right. you'll, you'll see it settles in really fast because you've done it all already and you know, your way around yeah. campus and everything It's going to settle in quick, but that feeling of like homesickness, it, it doesn't go away. I don't think it ever goes away. You know, even like when like we're going to get to that age when we're out of college, like, you know, like 23, 24, 25, around that age, when we all start, when we all are definitely moving out of our, moving out of like our parents' house and living on our own. And, you know, as we grow up, I think everybody, you can ask any adult, I think everybody has that sense of homesickness of when they were a kid, uh, when you right. were younger living with your parents, it never goes away, even right. as much as you get older. And if you could be away for years and you're always like, it's going to come back at some point. Right. And I think that's one thing that people have to deal with while they grow up. Um, you know, you're gonna, you're always going to feel that, that sense of, oh, this is how I felt when I was a kid, but I'm older now. Right. Right. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. I think, you know, you, especially going to college and I think we can both, you know, agree on this when we moved mm-hmm. in freshman year, it was a little bit of a tough experience. It was hard. Because, I will, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna. I was just gonna interject and say that I was terrified moving <laughs> in freshman here. year. I same remember here. the night before moving, I was in the hotel Ithaca with my mom, and I was like, "Holy shit, did I make the right choice or not?" I was like, I mean, "Bro, wait, did I did I just make a wrong decision?" I was like, "How am I gonna live four and a half hours away from everybody that I know?" I knew the only person. Like, granted, I came in with a little bit of an advantage. I knew Noah already, and I was rooming with him already. Yeah. 
I came with the advantage over a lot, some other people, but still like that's one person out of what, 6,000 people that go to the school. I don't know anybody. It's scary. And it's it, like it, starting it's fresh. It's really scary. It is starting fresh. It, it's a very just, I think you can say needed experience because you kind of need yes. to get pushed out of your hometown. I think it's something that a lot of people like, oh, you know, I'm going to stay here and be at home. It's like, no, you want to get that. Yes, it's scary because you're like, oh my God, I'm in this new environment with new people. And it's, but it, it at first, yeah, it's scary. Like I remember the first couple of weeks of being on campus, you know, I, I knew my roommate, shout out Pablo. He was an amazing kid. We lived probably like 20 minutes away from each other. Like he lives in Reading. I live in Westport. So it's like, it's more North. Yeah. And we knew of each other. We talked, we'd hung out before. So it wasn't that awkward. Like when you just see your roommate, like, oh, Hey, and you can't talk, mm-hmm. you, you can't make a conversation. It wasn't like Dylan and Noah. Dylan and Noah, I think had met for like 20 minutes to a half hour before. Right. <laughs> they, I think they just met each other briefly at like an accepted student day event. Right. So it was it, mm-hmm. you and Noah knew each other. So there was like, mm-hmm. you guys, you guys had grown up in Oceanside. So there was that kind of like, it wasn't awkward. There like was an established in, connection. Because right. like I was even, I was friends with Noah in high school. Right. Exactly. So, so, but then there was the other aspect of, well, you're not home. Like you can't mm-hmm. go downstairs and watch TV and be with your family yeah. and see your dog. Mm-hmm. And it's just you and your room. It, you're up to, you're hundred <laughs> percent left up to your own devices. And I think it, you know, going back to where you were saying that like people stay home, like people are like, no, I'm going to stay home. I don't need to go away. I think being thrown to your own devices at eight, 17, 18 is so much more beneficial because you have now developed those skills at a way earlier age. And when you eventually have to move out and like live on your own, you already have those skills established. Even if you do end up going back to like, because I know for, at least for me, when I get out of school, I'm no way I'm able to financially afford living on my own immediately out of college. And it's going to probably take a year and a year or two to get on my feet enough to save enough money to move out. Right. But I already have those skills developed of being able to fend for myself already since I did go away to school. Right. And all those, those skills come to time. And it's not saying that, oh, you stayed home for college. You're not going to get those skills. Obviously, you're going to develop them on your own rate. Everyone develops right. their own rate. And as you get older, you become more independent. Just just how it is. Like you're able, like once you hit like 19, 20, you're definitely able to deal with things a lot more on your own than you would have when you were like 15. Yeah. And I think there's also that aspect of you, like, I think you need to be by yourself at some point. Like you need to leave the family nest for like, that's just how it is. Because if you can't, mm-hmm. if you're always depending on your family, then you're really not going to discover who you are. I think that's something else that I, I'm really excited about going back to school is, is I'm going to get to be away from my family and also discover new things about myself that I couldn't discover yeah, if I exactly. was back home. Mm-hmm. And now you being 20 going to, going back to school, you're going to discover a, like a hell of a lot more things than you would have discovered when you were, you know, 17, 18 going to school. That's like a whole two years of life that you've lived since you got there. I don't know when, right. you, when you left, were you, you were, no, yeah, you were I was 18, 18 yeah, when, we when I moved COVID, but now you're 20. So two um, years, it's only been two years of your life that you've been, it's crazy to think about, but you know, going back, but you're going to, at being 20 years old, you're definitely, at least I'm going to be 20 a week into school. You're definitely going to experience things in a, a different kind of mindset. I feel like 20 is one of those ages. Like, Oh my God, I'm 20. You're not, a, you're officially not a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've been a teenager for the majority of our lives. And now, now you're 20. And you are officially like they say you're an adult at 18, but when you're when you say yeah I'm 20, it's it's got at least for me it's got a different kind of ring to it. Oh, 100. Um, and not one that I'm like I 
I personally, I can't say I'm a hundred percent ready for it's, um, it's, it's going to take me feeling. time to be like, yeah, I'm 20. Yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's really strange to me. That's two decades. Feeling. Yeah. It's, it's a weird feeling. And I remember Noah Haberman, shout out Noah Haberman. And I talked about this when he turned 20, because his birthday is two, yeah, two days after my birthday and we were getting lunch and we were boasting like how it's so weird that, you know, for the, for 10 years for, or whatever, you know, 13 years or pardon me for seven years. You're it's like seven, but like once you know, you're like 10, being 10 and 13, 10, 13 they aren't yeah. that much different. So, and then, you know, when, once you turn 18, it's like, yeah, you know, you're an adult and you know, but, but I feel like you don't really feel like an adult until you turn 20. Like when I turned 20, I was like, holy crap, like this shit, this shit's real. Mm-hmm. Because I think when it's you turn like, 18, you're still in high school. You're like going, you're right. Is you're just mm-hmm. going into freshman year of college. So it's kind of like, yeah, you're, you're an adult, but it doesn't really feel like it. Once you, once you hit 20, you're like officially like thinking about long-term jobs. Cause oh. like, dude, we got, we got, we're halfway done with school. Like I'd say by the end of the semester, I will be focused on landing a big internship and looking for, looking toward like long-term, like landing a job after I'd say first semester of this year. That's what mm-hmm. I'm like, fo- that's what I'm 100% going to be focusing on. And that's like, like my schooling's almost over. Yeah. That, isn't that weird? That's crazy. To say, like we've been, we've been in school since we were like, I don't know when you started pre-K. I started pre-K when I was four. Yeah, so same. I've been in schooling since I was four years old. And I can't say I really remember much before four years old <laughs> at all. Um, I don't remember. I don't really remember much being four years old, <laughs> but for like all of my like no memories, I've been in school and pretty quick that was that's going to change because i'll be 21 when i graduate college it's going to be an interesting feeling going back to school just because and this is just my experience like everyone has a different experience especially with covid is i got a little bit of a of taste of the workforce and what it's like and being mm-hmm. you know obviously i was at home and i had a house with my family but starting to go out and do what i love and i obviously was doing it yeah. through internships and whatnot but, you know, I really, once I turned 20 was like, I start, I want to start saving money. And that's just, that's just something that I'm, uh, you know, a, a lot I like to do and it's just important to me. And so mm-hmm. I made a goal for myself to just start putting money aside. It doesn't have to be like in my bank. It could be like in a savings account, but it was because of when I turned 20, I was like, oh shit. Like there's four semesters left. It's college until I'm actually out in the real world. You don't want to go empty. I'm gonna, yeah, you're going to have expenses. Exactly. Like, and I'm thinking, I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking the same thing along you. So like with like the job I have at school for PR, like the PR, we get paid for that. Every penny I'm, Noah Scott's doing it differently than me, but uh, every penny that I make that is from that job is going straight to a savings account and I will not touch it until after I graduate. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm also putting away like uh, around 50 to a hundred a week out of what I'm making the summer into that saving account as well. Yeah, um, I mean, because here's the thing. it's just I just got to start banking money. And if you keep it in a savings account, you can accrue some interest on top of that. Like it won't be much, but it might be like a couple. Like, I mean, I did like by the time I'm done with school, man, I'd be a couple hundred bucks. But that couple hundred bucks could save me if I'm in a pinch. Right. So, exactly. it, no, I'm totally with you. That's something I didn't even think to bring up. But like, you know, once, yeah, once we hit that age, like we money matters. Money does matter. And and I, think I think before this point, money to me was something like, oh, I have money. Right. But like now it's like every every dollar I have matters because it's going to be spent on something and and you don't want to be 20 and have no money. Right. Exactly. And I think there was also a side of me when I turned 20 that 
was understanding that at this age, you don't really want your parents to be your, you know, oh, can, you, you don't want to go to mom and dad and be like, oh, you know, can I borrow 20 bucks? It's like, yeah. that, to me, that was a feeling. And I think everyone has a different take on this. But to me, that was a feeling of like, oh, really? I, I still have to go ask my parents for money. Like, that's just kind of embarrassing to me. Like, no, no offense if you if, if you still do that today. But for me, it was just more of like a moral thing where I was like, I kind of just want to go out to dinner and not be like, hey, mom, can I borrow 20 bucks to go to dinner? I just want to know that yeah. like, I, I want to go out to dinner and pay for myself or pay for, you know, if I if I'm going on a date, like I can pay for the both of us. So that you just mm-hmm. no, like that, exactly, you know, yeah, it's definitely like just having money in my account. Yeah. It's just you, you, I, I personally, once I hit like even 18, I was like, I don't want to ask for money. Right. Like, yeah. I want to have my own money. I want to make my own money. I want to pay for things myself. I think it was just like a independence thing that I wanted to have. But now that like you hit 20, it's like, you have to pay for things yourself. Yeah. Hey, you are an adult now. It is, that is your job. Exactly. Um, right. And I think one other thing I want to bring up, I want to hear your opinion on this. Yeah. You know, as you get older, I think you tend to realize that a lot of things aren't permanent. You know, yeah. when we're growing up, a lot of things seem like, yeah, that's forever. Uh, like you're going to be living at home, like, oh, 20, like being 25. That's such a, when I was like 10, I was like, oh, that's so long. I don't have to think about, I don't ever have to think about that. I'm going to be here forever. You know, but now we're hitting that age where it's like, nah, like it's not. And I mean, even like you outgrow people. I think that's the one thing that I've, dealt with a lot this summer uh because i had like a lot of good friends that i genuinely just outgrew those friendships and i haven't talked to them and that started like say like marker this year like three friends in particular that i don't talk to anymore um we were i would say they were my closest friends in high school and we just outgrew each other there's nothing it's not like it was like a huge fight or anything it's just like we grew apart there's nothing you can do about that and one thing that i think you grow up learning is that you know people aren't permanent in, in your life, uh, you will learn that like nothing, nothing's really that permanent. Everything is very tangible. And I don't think you should take any experience you have for granted. And I think that that's something that comes with time, like learning to do that. Yeah. Uh, I want to hear just your opinion on that. Yeah. I mean, for me, and I agree with that hundred percent that I think everything is impermanent. And I think something that recently that I was, I was talking with my dad about this and he was talking about moving because next year my brother's gonna be off at college he's he's looking at schools right now and he's gonna be going off to college next year and it's gonna be him and my sister he's like yeah you know i'm thinking about moving to a smaller place or something like that and i was like wow like i never really thought about this house until actually someone brought it up i was like hey this house isn't permanent like you're gonna move Mm -hmm. and there's gonna be another like in the probably in the next summer or something where i'm probably gonna be living on my own and that's Mm -hmm. it, it was it was a scary thought but it was like well, that's, that's just life. Like everything yeah. is changing and moving. And, you know, even with people, as you said, like there's people that are going to come in and out of your life. That's just how it is. You know, there are people that I thought in high school that were going to be my friends forever. Like I was going to know them and talk to them and see them all the time. And I haven't spoken to those people in three years, basically since mm-hmm. I graduated high school, like I haven't spoken to those people. So that is very true. It's like in life, as you grow up, things change. People come in and out of your life. The only thing that you have and will always have is yourself. And that's the only exactly. thing is going to be. And if you, and this is just kind of like a sidetrack here, like a, just a lesson that I've learned is if you can't love yourself and if you can't be alone by yourself, it's going to be a hard life <laughs> to mm-hmm. say the least. No, be- yeah. Because I think mm-hmm. 
you know, and this kind of goes, this ties into like getting older and moving, you know, moving to a place by yourself and whatnot. It's like, if you can't be by yourself, it's, it's, it's hard. And I know a lot of people that can't be by themselves. And that was, a, that was something that I really pushed myself to start learning and start practicing is being alone, like just hanging yeah. out, listen to music, watching TV, playing video, whatever it is. So when I go to school, you know, obviously you and know we're going to be there in the apartment all the time, but it's like, when I'm in my room, I can be alone and just listen to music and not have to worry about mm-hmm. a million other things. Yeah. It's just a level of independence. Like even like, even I, like you're not going to have a roommate for a semester. I am, but even like, even having a roommate doesn't mean anything. Cause there are probably going to be times for like hours on end. I'm going to be in the apartment on my own. You'll be in the apartment on your own. No, be in the apartment on their own because we all have stuff to do. We're all incredibly busy this semester. Um, but going back to like meeting people uh, and like people go in and out of your life, I, I genuinely do that. Every person that you meet is meant to teach you something. Yeah. And you, you'll learn a lesson from everyone that you meet. If you look hard enough, you have learned something from every single person you have talked to. You may not like carry it like, like certain weight that everyone has, but that's, but it is the case. Like if you think back to like, uh, even if you met somebody just for a little bit, that person had some sort of impact, even if it was a very yeah. minuscule amount. They, they hit you in some way and they were in your way. Every decision you made led you to that person for that brief period of time, you know, but I genuinely believe that like you make your best friends, like your life friends. I think you meet them in college because I think at yeah. that point, when you go to school, like when you go to college, you're at a point in your life where it's like, you're a fresh. These are all people that are fresh. Have no, they don't know anybody else here either. So you are your realest self when you meet those people. Cause you have nothing to hide because they don't know right. who you are. Exactly. I think so, speaking on that, you know, and I, I, you know, yes, when you're a freshman, you're, you're kind of very open, but I like, I think there's also a part of you where it's like, I want to be the best of the best version of myself. Oh yeah. So you're, maybe not, you meet- yeah, maybe you're not mm-hmm. as genuine as you are, but over time you'll learn that the, you'll learn the lessons of, okay, I want to be around this person. I want to be around these people, whatever it is. And I think I definitely learned that lesson and it led me, you know, it obviously was a very twisty, turvy roller coaster ride but it led me to this friend group that mm-hmm. i am i never thought in a million years i would find but i'm so grateful because it's like you meet the people that are just like gonna push you to another level and that are that mm-hmm. aren't like on a, you're on the same wave like that i always talk about like the wavelength that you want to be on with people it's like most of the time people are on the same wavelength and it's very rare that you meet a group of people where you're all on the same wavelength and i think that's what this group is it's mm-hmm. like we're all working on the same wavelength which is incredible to everybody 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 that we are friends with everyone has the same drive and the same worth i think while everybody may have a different goal or a different outcome everybody wants it just as much as everyone else everyone's willing to if you're not doing anything go help somebody if they need help like what they're doing like if you like let's say like i needed something recorded i know for a fact if you were no i had nothing to do i could be like yo can we record this real quick because everybody wants everybody to succeed and you're going to meet those people and you'll, when you, I feel like when you get to school, you find people and you kind of weave out people yeah. and then you'll find people that you stick with. Yeah. And oh, that's what, that's what all of us have hit in our friend group. And it's and it, it, like, it's so important that you, you recognize that because mm-hmm. it's very rare in, you know, in the world to find a multiple people that are on the same wavelength as you. It's very, very rare. And I think that's why, you know, I always practice gratitude and, and being grateful is like, I'm very grateful for this group because it's like there, I never thought 
that I would find like six, seven, eight, nine, ten people that are all in the same wavelength, mm-hmm. which is amazing. It's truly amazing. Dude, best decision I made at schools when we were doing that basketball game. I said, yo, come to come to me and Noah's, uh, not me, me and Noah Haberman, because we were having like something at oh, his right. room that night. We was like, I was like, yo, come. I mean, you were that, like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I was like, you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. What my other friends are doing was like, bring everybody. There you go. And I mean, and then you guys came. Exactly. Look, look where we are now. It's, it's truly incredible. And I think so speaking with, with everyone being on the same wavelength and that type of thing, it also brings a sense of comfort because I remember freshman year moving in that I was, you know, don't get me wrong, love Pablo, but I was kind of nervous and I didn't feel like I was like comfortable in the room. I mean, of course I, I, I got comfortable because I was where I was living, but there's a different feeling going into next Friday where it's like, dude, I'm not, I'm not worried at all. There's like this sense of like, I haven't even uh, thought about it. (laughs) You know, because like, it's like, I'm going to a space where it's, there's no, like, it's just a a safe space. You know what I mean? You know, all of us so well. Exactly. It's not, it's it's not not like like you're walking into a room with somebody you've met maybe a couple times and you're like, there's somewhat of a stranger. Like, we all know each other like an inc- like so well where it was just like easy like oh yeah we'll just room together next year exactly. it was just like an easy decision it wasn't like we had to like think twice about it, it was like yeah that's fine we can all coexist in the same room i mean that's and, <laughs> and we, that's, we all know each other so well exactly and i think that's what's also when 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 you're growing up you meet those people and you you should stay with those people because there's like if you meet those people it's a sign because mm-hmm. those people are meant to benefit your life and are supposed to be in your life and that type of thing. Be- it, just because of their energy. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, literally it's just your, you vibe with that person. It, I, I like that the wavelength thing. we were all, we're all on the same wavelength. It's not we like all the same us... drive, the same motivations. Yeah. It's not like one of us is like, yeah, exactly. Go on. Like, like one of us is like, you know, over here and everyone's doing, obviously everyone has something different going on. Like we got Max and, and Noah doing crew. We have Jeremy, you know, doing his thing with the Knicks, you know, mm-hmm. you and Noah doing WICB, me doing like my internships, no one dealing with PT. It's like, there's so much going on, but all of that doesn't really matter because it's like, everyone is still on the same wavelength. And that's yeah, so cool. Mm-hmm, like every, yeah, as I said before, everyone has like their own motivations, but when it comes down to it, all eight of us can sit in the same room and it's just a blast. Yeah, because we're all we I think we all for the most part think somewhat of like the same way about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And that, mm-hmm. that goes along with the wavelength thing where we just all we just all of our energy, they just vibe together. Everyone just meshes so well because there's no like maybe like sometimes people don't click all that well. Like sometimes right. like people get it. People get annoyed at other people. We're human. But for the most part, I think everybody meshes with each other yeah, very well mesh- and no one really like sticks out. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. And speaking on that happy note, and I'm very excited for next Friday. I can't believe it's less than a week away. It's I can't believe it, crazy, dude. To me. I can't believe the summer's gone. I feel like what we I went to Westport the first time like a week after school ended, and that feels yeah. like it was like two weeks ago. I mean, it's crazy because we just we literally just saw each other in New Jersey at Dylan's. Yeah, last weekend. And yeah. you know, I actually had a little bit of a sad moment yesterday because I did text Shane. Shout out Shane, who was leaving for Duke, and I was like, dude, I'm gonna miss you. Have a but have a good time because he, you know he's going to Duke mm-hmm. and he's and he's going to be with like big things, dude. Big things, him going to Duke yeah. and everything. It's a huge internship he landed. Yeah, so I was I had a little bit of a sad moment yesterday, but it was good. I'm very excited and happy for him. And I can't wait to see He'll him be in the back. second semester. You know, mm-hmm. 
Um, but with that being the second said, second semester is going to be when we're all together. That's when oh, all yeah, eight of us be. finally together. It's going to be great. So with that being said, on that good note, Nick, thank you for being today's guest host. Appreciate it so much, brother. No problem. You know, I love being on the show, dude. I, I literally asked. I was like, yeah. was, I, as soon as last time we were, what did we record last week? And I was yeah, like, last when's the next time I come on? You're like next week. Yeah, literally. <laughs> thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Alrighty, guys. Big thanks to Nick for coming on the show. I hope you guys learned something. I hope you guys take something away from this episode. We'll be coming out with another episode next week, early next week. So make sure to look out for that. Uh, before we go, I want to give a huge shout out to Xander Windsor, who created the intro and outro music for this podcast. Big thank you to him. But with that being said, guys, take it easy. Sending all the love and positive vibes your way. And we'll see you guys later.